For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. This is Jeff Jarrett, the king of the mountain and founder of Global Force Wrestling. And you're listening to In The Room Radio. VOCNation.com. Be sure to check us out. Check out all the great content available on VOCNation.com. I'm Brady Hicks. I've got with me once again the lovely Kathy Fitz. What's going on, Kathy? How was Atlantic City today? It was great. I look like a fried lobster, but it was good. <laughs> Sunblock. I had 50 on. Fifteen? Yeah, that'll do it. Fifty. No, five. Fifty. Out. Okay. Five out. All right. You need at least three hundred. Oh please. Well, let me tell you. It'll <laughs> be the practice day for the air show. Absolute incredible, okay. incredible, incredible. Now, if they mess up during an air show, do they stop and start over? Like, how does that work? Oh no, and they just keep going. This is just practice. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, we also have uh, Maniac Matt Grimm once again. Well, what's going on, Matt? I am not, not a whole lot. <laughs> not a whole lot. There's going to be a lot more going on by Friday, though. That's for sure. Yeah. You know, we got we got summer of uh, Cena. And now we got summer of Punk. Uh, does Wawa even do the Hoagie Fest anymore? I I haven't seen that in forever. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. 
Uh, we also have Ray Bogus. What's going on, Ray? So, I mean, was Kathy out campaigning, canvassing, pressing the flesh in Atlantic City? Because remember, she's running for she's running for governor in New Jersey. You know, she's got to build that campaign base. And what better place to start than with all the steroids? You should see the company she's running against. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, and uh, I, I, I can't believe that she put sunscreen on. First, like, I don't believe in sunscreen. I mean, it's pointless. Like, I used to buy the, uh, it was a baby. It was a baby sunscreen. And it was like baby SPF sunscreen? Million. Yeah, yeah, it was like a spray-on thing. And it was like, it was like a million SPF or whatever. Okay, okay. And, what and, the hell are we talking about? First, I get the late invite on the Zoom meeting to be part of the show, and, and, and I get on here and we're talking about sunscreen and Baywatch, for God's sake. <laughs> well, it sure beats the wrestling product. So, welcome, uh, show my no, 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 come on, Brady. You always complain about wrestling. Come on. <laughs> the wrestling show, man. That's why I'm so frustrated. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, you, I'm with you, man. I'm still with you. Yeah, yeah. Brady. Yeah. You get positive, Brady. You get positive, Brady Hicks. Jeez, man. You look like a monster fire. You come on this show ready to... Positivity, man. Yeah. I positively hate wrestling right now. You're not the only one, my friend. Yeah, no, I, I, I am only kidding. I actually didn't think Rampage was dead. My problem is that it was like the 900th hour of wrestling that I saw last week. So it, it kind of got lost in the shuffle a little. But I, I did enjoy it, and we we got to talk about that tonight for sure. Oh, you did have a cornet take on that match. It was oh, priceless. I, I can't wait. On what, the, the, the Christian match? That, yeah, it's Christian yeah. Uh, Kenny Omega match, yeah. I'll tell you what, I was really happy to see the women main event. Uh, because I, I feel like it's been a long time uh, since women have really gotten their due. Uh, certainly, they're getting more and more, but you know, it, it's been a little while. It, it's been a little while, and it was good they're, to see her. They're saving our business. They're saving our business right now. But right now, they're keeping it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Until a certain uh, young punk, young punk comes along and kind of inspires everybody. Ooh. Ooh. I, I don't even know how I feel about it. He's starting to it. It's like, I, I can't tell if it's the worst joke in the world, like the worst kept secret in the world, or if they are literally, if he's having fun with this, knowing that he's not going to be there on Friday, uh, which I think will be among the funniest things in the world if everybody's wrong. Uh, but I expect him to be there, I do, just because... Of some of the sources that are saying it. Matt, I know... I, 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 I still hope the evil bitch shows up and says, fool you in the rocking chair. That'd be great. That'd be amazing. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Matt, you've got to be excited, right? I mean, AEW, uh, it's a huge step for them to get him. I'm pretty excited. I mean, if, if, that, if this is actually happening, um, then, yeah, I think this is... Uh, this is going to be a huge, huge night for them that potentially has long-term implications. Now, what, I can't wait to see who Sam Punk picks on first on AEW. I can't wait to Let's see who he aligns with. You know he's got to be on a gang. What gang is he going to be in? Yeah. The Punkette. <laughs> 
Maybe they'll redo the Straight Edge Society. I mean, they already have Gallows and Serena. That's true. What if he joins... So, uh... It won't be like an actual game. <laughs> What's up, Matt? What if he joins it? Sorry, I heard it won't be Adam what, Page. What it's not going to be Adam no. Page. <laughs> well, why not? Uh, Page has a little bit of a... An alcohol problem. Oh, oh, well, that's true. Banks is the only one that doesn't want a gang there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. So we can talk about that. I, I thought by and large, I thought um, this train song is still playing. By the way, I think it's fantastic. It is. I. Uh, <laughs> I um. I thought, Rampage, I thought Rampage was really good. I did. Uh, Rampage, Rampage. Rampage was a Transformer. Rampage, right? Ramp, Rampage is a... Uh, yeah, yeah. that, that would be the WWE late night Friday show. Ramage. Ramage. Ramage, yeah. Yeah. Didn't that show used to air on Cinemax? I, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, Ramage, 914... Ramage. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five is the number to call in tonight. Uh, you know we can we can talk about punk tonight for sure. Uh, we can talk about Ramage on TNT. Um, and by the way, I don't know if any of you guys. I actually branched out this week, Kathy. Um, I, I I watched a little Mexican wrestling, which uh, by the oh, way, and I like I, oh, I, I, I like I like Luchadors. I, so I watched some AAA. I watched the. Uh, a little bit of the Triple A mania, uh, including the uh, the match between Kenny Omega and Andrade El Idolo, and uh, Ric Flair was there, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good show. Diana Peraza was there too. Um, represent, you know. I I thought it was good. What's the what, 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 uh, car shield? <laughs> yeah, with, um, yeah, with yeah. Eli Drake. It's, I, uh, Brady, I saw that too. I, I, Triple A, that's, that's kind of my, my little niche. I didn't know that. My little niche. Yeah, I love, I, I, I actually really like it. Uh, um, I, I agree with you. I thought, I thought it was a really good show, but we got to work on it. Anybody who's watched, anybody who's watched the association for a while knows that it is supposed to be pretty for mania. Not, is that what it is? Not, yeah, it, it, Triple Mania. It's, uh, it's welcome to Triple Mania. AAA Mania. Stop it. <laughs> no, no, now you're just trying to troll me. No, but it, I, I agree that I thought it was a really good show. I think it was. I don't want to necessarily say it's better than anything we've seen stateside because obviously we have good matches here and there. But I thought it was a better like overall show. I like the concept, of it, you know. Yeah, I mean, it was different, you know. It was, it was cool to see a lot of these wrestlers that I write about a lot of the time that I haven't actually seen in person, you know. So it was pretty cool, and you get an idea like who WWE will be stealing for NXT in the next year or so. Uh, so I mean, all that is good, I think. I, and like I said, it, it was a good show. Uh, my biggest complaint, Ray, uh, because I did not take Spanish. I took four years of Latin, which has gotten me nowhere, because I thought it would get me all over Latin America, and it didn't. Uh, you know, I, so I, I have no idea what they were saying on commentary. I really thought 
for an illegal stream, they would have sprung for a uh, an English feed. I gotta tell you, it, um, my Spanish is just good enough that I can kind of get what they're saying. Okay. But it's just bad enough that I am still generally lost. My yeah. first trip to Puerto Rico. Um, I was at a, 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 one of the matches, one of my first matches in Puerto Rico. Uh, uh, someone told me some Spanish words, and I was saying them out to the crowd. They were getting really heated, and I was like, oh, that's great. They're getting fired up. Were they curses? My, uh, yeah, one of my <laughs> friends <laughs> locker room is yelling up, don't say that. And, uh, and I'm like, what am I saying? And they told me what it says, oh, my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of when I went when I went to Quebec with Kelly. And she's like, no, Brady, you don't speak any Spanish, any French. Don't make a fool out of, don't make a fool out of yourself. She told me, Matt. And um, of course, the first, uh, I was going to call it a bakery. Christ, it was a Tim Hortons, not a bakery. Uh, like, like Dunkin', oh, right. Dunkin' Donuts, kind of. So I go into a Tim Hortons, yeah. <laughs> and I go, and they, they say blah, blah blah blah, and I go bonjour. And blah, 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 blah. I, I, like I said, I don't speak any any French other than bonjour, so I had to get bailed out. Uh, but, but I, I, I just love the just the way that I wee 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 just the way just the way I said bonjour, like like I'm from Philadelphia, probably told them that I didn't speak a whole lot of French. <laughs> I just love the idea that Brady went that Brady went to Brady went up there and like he comes back and like, Oh yeah, we went to an authentic French Canadian bakery <laughs> and in the back of the car. <laughs> Good old Timmy H. Good stuff. What's that? They're having a Tim Horn a Tim Hortons, right? They're up line right near me. Oh, nice. You have to get the uh the maple donut. It's delicious. It's uh pretty much the only thing that they have. <laughs> I have a gold idea. Brady, did you did you make did you get order the Priestley when you were there? The Priestley? No. What's that? Yeah, it's it's a ten bit it's a it's it's stuffing a Timbit into a strawberry vanilla donut, and it's called the Priestley. A what? A, a Timbit? A, a Timbit, yeah. What the, what the F is that? <laughs> no, man, you were the one who was in Tim Hortons. St. <laughs> <laughs> Martin? I wasn't in St. Martin. No, you, you were the one who was in Tim Hortons. Oh, Tim Hortons. I don't understand what's going on. I'm going with some Tim Hortons coffee right about now. So let me say, let me let me save this segment. So let's go back to this idea that Tim Hortons. About this is what happens when American wrestling just doesn't quite get it. We said, no, we, we have to start we're going to talk AEW for sure. We have to start talking donut shops. Let me before we get into AEW. Let me the let me go back to something. Okay, so <laughs> so they're opening a Tim Hortons. <laughs> Yeah. I can't. Yeah. yeah. 
I think we need, we need to dress Kathy up in, like, full Royal Canadian Mountie gear and just have her go in. I mean, I and, just, and just, just act like she has no idea where she is. <laughs> wow. If we record it, I, I think this is gold. Can you ride in in the moose, Kathy? Can we get you a moose to ride in on? Or the moose? No. What do you think, Kathy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It reminds okay. me. It reminds me. Uh, one time I was supposed to ride and do, uh, take a train into Toronto, and I wanted to take – I had a little Jacques Rougeau action figure complete with the mat, with the cattle prod and everything. And I wanted to take it to get one of the Mounties to sign it when I crossed the border. But I was told yeah. I shouldn't do that. Oh, man. Apparently, they're not fans oh. of Jacques Rougeau. <laughs> you want the finger? I'll give you the finger. Uh, 914-338-1885. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is, uh, this is us. This is what we are tonight. And, uh, we're gonna have a good time talking with all of you guys. So AEW, back to AEW Ramage. Uh, Matt, pretty good show, you thought? Like I said, I really enjoyed Britt Baker in the main event. I thought that was pretty cool. And the title change was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Yeah. I got nothing on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it is what it is. I, I, like I said, I, I, I thought it was really good. And I am curious what people think about that. Um, I, like I said, Christian went in the belt, and it was cool because it, it wasn't the AEW title, which I guess should have been the clue. The clue. Uh, you were saying, Ray, before, like, what does TNA get out of this? Well, <laughs> maybe what they get out of this alliance is Christian. I don't know. Uh, but they've already added Kazarian and a few other random guys okay. now. So, uh, it's, something. it's something. It's something. If that isn't the most TNA summary of TNA, hey, maybe they get Christian. They've already added a couple of random guys. Like Kazarian. He hasn't like been there forever. I, don't, I I got to tell you, the only thing is, is that, like, I mean, you kind of knew that was going to happen because when – uh, when the watch, when when the group on watch uh, AEW on Wednesday's list, when that when that was announced, we all called it and said, "Oh, okay, well he's going to drop one title to Christian, and then it's going to be title versus title at some point." I mean, I mean it was it was pretty obvious where they were going to go with it. I mean. Look, I, it, it's not something that I would go and do personally, but they're trying, which is more than we can say about some other company that exists. Oh. At least they're trying. Yeah, and and I assume the company you're talking about that isn't really trying is obviously Ring of Honor. Uh, no, so it's WWE. <laughs> they Dragon Gate. Big, big, by the way, two big, uh, well, three big shows, four big shows this weekend? No, three for sure. SummerSlam is on Saturday. Takeover's on Sunday. And I believe Ring of Honor has uh, two shows as well. Friday and Saturday. Friday and Saturday, I believe. Yeah. I'm assuming the Saturday show is an afternoon show now. Just based yeah. on all this. 
No, okay. Well, and I'll be at both of them. That's a bold move. <laughs> You'll be at both. Yeah. In Philly, right? Where are they at the, at yep. the arena or in, in the armory? At the, the old arena. armory. At the arena. No, okay. at the arena. I haven't been to a Ring of Honor show in probably ten years. Wow. I think the HDNet taping days were the last time that I went. Right around then, right? Because they yeah. were doing a lot of they were like they were doing a lot of it was easier to get to a show. And I yeah, I was right around that time. Like the last cause the last show I went to was there was one in St. Louis. Yeah. And uh, and I got to see Mischief and Grizzly Redwood in person, which. Nice. That I was pretty. This that I was pretty much done. <laughs> um, Mischief. That's but, great. Oh, indeed, indeed. Yeah. And she's aged well too. But that's not the point. The point is, uh, that's a bold move on Ring of Honor's part. Kind of go say, is they're re- is they're really still running the show at night when SummerSlam is going to be on Saturday night too? That's either saying that's either saying we know that we're not going to lose people to you, or that's saying we want to see if we can draw anyone away from you. And, and it's a pay per view, right, Kathy? It's not just a house show; it's like a final battle or something. Yeah. But Ray, think of it this way: SummerSlam's Saturday in Vegas, correct? Mm-hmm. So is the fight. Yeah. Yeah, but the fight is during the day, so fans can do both. Oh, I thought you guys said that they that it was that it was during the that they had moved and it was still going to be at night. No, I didn't see that. Oh man, that's okay. I mean, WWE only. I I don't think they even care about their pay per view buys so much anymore now that it's on that. I don't think they do either. Stupid sham of a network. Peacock. Yeah. <laughs> Brady, I, I got something dirty. I got something <laughs> dirty to say about that damn peacock. FTW, Brady. Yeah. <laughs> FTW. Uh, yeah. I would love to take ten. I, lo- I love you, Brady. <laughs> I love you, Brady. Tremendous. So anyway, SummerSlam should be good. Uh, I saw Goldberg and Riddle kind of patch things up this week. That was a nice touch. Um, Horton. Horton. <laughs> no, but Goldberg backstage. He and Riddle, oh, they, uh, they're they friends now. Yeah, they they bump fists, and Goldberg said, "See, I only still need two moves." And then Riddle was like, hmm, "Well, that's all you need, but you should want more." And then they, <laughs> then they, then they hugged it out, bitch. And and that was it. <laughs> that was it. And and now they want to fight. Now they want to um, not fight each other. They want to they want to work each other in a WWE style match. Mm. Good stuff. That'll be interesting. Yeah, I, I think so because I think Riddle could hang with him. I really do. It would be like uh, wasn't it Jericho backstage in WCW who put the front face lock on Goldberg and wouldn't let him go because <laughs> yeah. he was terrified of what would happen if he did. I think it'll be the same yeah. thing. <laughs> yes. And who was it that owned Goldberg? Was that Regal? I think it was Regal. 
Oh, yeah. Nice he, girl, like, man. He stretched them. I guess it's not really a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Oh, here's a good one. This is actually one of the fans just sent this in. Uh, what do you guys think with the way that uh, WWE has been using Karrion Cross since he made his main roster debut? I think it sucks. I think he could have been like another Brock Lesnar. God, you had him tear through the entire WWE roster just to lose to Jeff Hardy in like a minute and a half. And nothing F- against FTW Jeff Hardy. Please. Nothing against Jeff Hardy. Well, I, I hate. I mean, Listen, something against Jeff Hardy. What wasn't it Chris Jericho who said that if you're going to be a heel, at least have a reason why you are? I I have a real good reason why I'm a heel tonight. Mm-hmm. I think it's horrible. Like Karrion Cross could have been a guy that they built around for years, and maybe they have a bigger plan with him. But I don't see how having him lose every other week. Is really good for building him up as a monster. Well, can, can we just make any sense. let's start with this? Let's start with this. Nobody coming up from NXT has the odds in their favor of of having bigger plans in store for them. That's just not the reality that we've seen year after year after year at this point. I mean, he comes out on Raw. He doesn't look like a star to me. I think NXT did a much better job of presenting him as one. But if you only watch Raw and saw him there, I, I don't see anything special about him on Raw whatsoever. No. And part of no. me doesn't First know. Part of me doesn't know. Like, does Scarlet add that much to him? Or, like, like uh, I don't know exactly. Well, he's not getting his whole entrance. Something about you know. He's not, well, but it's it really is. It's just the an entrance. entrance. I mean, no, it's the camera work, it's the entrance, it's the lighting, it's certainly Scarlet. It's the fact that most of the people in NXT aren't taller than me. It, 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 I mean, it's all that stuff. It's all that stuff kind of added up, you know? And, you know, you get on Raw, and, like, Jeff Hardy is on the smaller side, but he's still, what, 6'2 or 6'3? He's pretty big. He's, he's still, big. Yeah, he's still taller I mean, they're putting him. him in there. They're not putting him in there with Tozawa. You know, they're putting right. him in there, with, and I don't say that to pick on Tazawa. I say that because he's a smaller guy, you know? If they were smart, they would have thrown him in there with Drew Gulak and let him just get thrown all over the place, and it would have been amazing. Is Drew Gulak still with the company? I think he is. I think he is. I don't remember seeing him released. You know what I'm talking I don't seeing him released. Brady, I'm with you. It, it, oh, yeah. Like I, you, you took a guy who could have been, who could have been something big, and you just kind of didn't know what to do with him because you're brain damaged or whatever it is that these people are, and and you you, you don't know how to book. They're, they're bad at making champions. They're bad at making people look good. They they have no idea how to make people look good in the ring. They have no idea how to make matches that set people up to, to success. To See, that's true. I'm more of a tweener. Go ahead, Ray. It's a, it's, a, it's, a dumbass, it's a dumbass company run by dumbass people who just have absolutely no idea what they're doing. And what I need them to do, what I need them to do, every time they think they have a new idea, is just don't share it and go eat something. 
That's, that's what <laughs> yeah. I need you to go do. Okay, what I need for you right now is for all you fat, out of shape, <laughs> weird, wacky writers to sit down and take a look at a real man. Yeah. Rick, I'm being Rick Rude. You were saying, Stro, I, I feel like you got interrupted there. What were you saying about Carrion? No, I, I, I'm, I'm with uh, Ray and you, you, you guys. I'm, I, I totally agree. Yeah, they, they totally dropped the ball on, the, on that debut. It's a shame. And where has Scarlett been, by the way? Well, she was like a huge part of his whole presentation, and uh, now he's just dressed in the Ron Simmons. I'm waiting for him to get the home. After, after that debut, she probably will be falling in the frame. Gladiator twice. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he's dressed like. Look, he this is the same company like, that stripped everything special off of Finn Balor, too. Yeah. Where's the demon? Yeah. That hasn't happened in what, like oh, three years gone. now? Three, four, five, whatever it is, every, yeah. Take every, it's been a while. Take everything special away from everybody and make everybody just a generic copy of everyone else. And that's what yeah. you get. I, uh, and then you get Nikki, Karen, and then you get Nikki Ash uh, as the outlier. Well, I mean, for now. You know, they'll they'll have now. somebody come in and destroy that, her. That, that'll um, next again, yeah. McIntyre join her. McIntyre have a cake too, right? Fly around. Yeah, my that God. Be on him. They should do that. They should do that. I uh, yeah, uh, you know, I like I look at Karrion Cross and I think like here's a guy who looks like he's about to go to a toga party and he's in some fraternity and this is going to be like the worst rush week ever. That's what he looks like to me. He just looks like some jerk in a fraternity. It would be a great game. Yeah. Right? It would be. It Some would jerk be. in a fraternity. Yeah, and all and all fraternity guys are jerks, trust me. So ah, well, that yeah. was Christopher Nowitzki's gimmick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like Christopher <laughs> Nowitzki. He's a frat guy. They at least let I him win. Like he was a frat guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of him, and this is totally unrelated, but I found it fascinating. Uh, so Maven, you remember Maven? He he was in and out of jail, and he has some stuff going on. But Maven, the winner of the first Tough Enough, if you guys remember during that first season of Tough Enough, uh, his mom got really sick, and he actually he went home for a couple weeks, and and they made a big deal about it. I I think they actually stopped filming, so he didn't miss any episodes. Um, but at the time, he was basically abandoning the show. He said he had to go home, and they said, well. You go home and take care of what you need to. We're going to shut down production. He was talking about this in an interview. I found it so interesting. He said this was around like week six or seven of like 15 weeks of programming. And he went home to take care of his mom, and they said that they would wait for him to start again because between him and them, he was going to win it. They told him this around week six or seven, like about halfway through, a little bit less than halfway. Um, on a show where fans were supposedly voting the winner in, um, Maven was told that he was going to win. And that was the same show with Christopher Nowitzki, by the way. He said that uh, Christopher Nowitzki should have won because he was the best all-around guy there. I just found it fascinating, you know, the inner working. Well, are you telling that. me that a company that produ- that produces a show that's a work produces a second reality show that's also will work. Apparently, apparently I mean, I guess you shouldn't yeah. be surprised by this. What, what's next? Is Taboo Tuesday a sham? Was I not really was I not really voting for 
Shelton Benjamin in a Halloween costume oh, match. Oh. Like, come on. What about Raw Roulette? How, what, like, what, Raw if that, roulette. what if that wheel was rigged? Yeah, like, what if, <laughs> you know, what if some writer somewhere wanted William Regal to dress like a showgirl? You know? <laughs> what if that whole thing was worked? <laughs> That's awful. If Anna White turned, if Anna White turned <laughs> heel. Yeah, it'd be great. It blows the mind. It blows oh. the mind. It blows something for sure. Nine one four three two eight eighteen eighty five. It blows. It blows butt. It, it, as I would have said in seventh grade. It, it blows butt. It blows um, chunks. That's that. There you go. <laughs> uh, you know, I heard. I heard actually for SummerSlam. You know how they have the collectible chairs when you're at ringside, Ray? I heard they're actually going to give out collectible buckets instead of chairs. jeez. Oh. <laughs> oh, how many of them go unused? Are these? Oh, like the one story piece you use. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except, <laughs> except what they don't realize like, is when this you're... is Las Vegas. People will just use them for their bathroom break and knock it out. Right, you can take the um, yeah, you take the pool noodle and, and what you is put it around the top that? of it, the top of the bucket. Oh, yeah. And this is the same company that used to give out beach balls for people to be mad when uh, for wrestlers to be mad when the fans started hitting them around. So. Can you imagine working for an employer like that? Like if it wasn't a work. And, like, the employer just goes out of their way to aggravate you at every turn because they enjoy the reaction. <laughs> Do the worst. Do the worst. Half the bosses in America. It's so hard to believe that there's 100,000 wrestlers on WWE under WWE contract that put up with that every week. <laughs> Don't worry, they'll cut it. They'll cut seventy five thousand by uh <laughs> <Yeah. by Friday. laughs> probably probably I, I, you know that that would be a fun little game i and I don't like to gamble with people's careers, but you know we've obviously seen some pretty big names get released. Who's gonna be the next major name to that w w e is gonna let go? I'm not talking leaves on their own. I'm saying who's gonna be the next major name to to just get cut be a victim of budgets because apparently Ooh. almost everybody's expendable. Ooh. That's a good one, isn't it? That might be something we can carry through the break. What do you think about that? Because I think we should think about that. Um, 914-338-1885. So it's In the Room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, and we will be right back. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Since 2018, there's only been one program that brings you artists from around the world, both big and small, brings you the best in local talent, and hosts live events. Rock and Roll Union is all of that and more. With Steve McManus, the lovely D, and new co-host Psycho Steve Preston, you're sure to get everything you need. So tune in Mondays at 6 p.m. for your one-stop shop for all things rock and roll. Rock and Roll Union, music worth fighting for. 
check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you know Ray there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off the uh, building. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with history, the voice of choice, and killer can wrestling. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Dylan, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here, you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up on this mother. Get ready. Nasty sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. It's In the Room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network right here on VOCNation.com. If you get a minute, uh, be sure to check out the VOC Nation Wrestling Network on your favorite podcast platform, whether that's Spotify or iTunes or Stitcher, whatever the case may be. Uh, we're Odyssey. We're on Radio radio.com. Check it out. We're on all those, and uh, be sure to... Listen to all the great content that we have on VOC Nation each and every day of the week, VOCNation.com. And, and don't forget the video stuff as well. Uh, before we jump back into the meat of it, uh, Stro, what do you got going on this week? Oh, well, this Thursday night, uh, WCW Retro, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on VOCNation.com. We'll be discussing uh, wrestling bloopers for the year. So if yes. you got any cool wrestling bloopers you'd like to share, please call in. It should be a lot of fun Thursday. And this Friday, my heart sci-fi show the Stro Zone at midnight Eastern Standard Time on Facebook.com slash Stro the Maestro. The feature will be War of the Satellite 50. So please tune in. War of the Satellite. Okay. All right. Pretty cool stuff. 
so 914-338-1885. I was trying to think of a joke there involving a satellite, but I, I, I didn't have one. I actually thought it was the atomic How train. Was, I, wait, <laughs> wait, did you, was that from the old college years? With the satellite. Well, I did date a satellite in college, ironically enough. But no, that wasn't that wasn't my that was, my line of thinking for that. Oh, different type of satellite. Okay. Yeah. She actually she actually ate out of a satellite dish. We we took it into the, the oh, food court. Oh wow! And it was very efficient. Very not better. She she's hell of a girl. Hell of a girl. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. I'm just playing, of course. Though. Sort of. Uh, so yeah, so we, we're here and we're, we're talking wrestling, and um, Ray is kind of doing some research. I, I posed the question as we went into break. You know, who will be the first major star on the roster to get the axe because of budget cuts? Who will be next? Because we've seen Bray Wyatt, obviously. We've seen Braun Strowman, a, a number of names, but those are kind of the two big ones at this point. And I'm sure there will be more. So we definitely got to talk about that. And I also wanted to mention, you know. It isn't all bad for WWE. And I'll say that because um, what Roman Reigns and John Cena are doing right now on SmackDown, I think is very special. And it just goes to show you that it isn't just the writing teams that are messing this up. And I don't say that as an attack to WWE's current roster. Um, We said the same thing when The Rock came back and feuded with John Cena. What we've got right now is we've got two very special individuals who are allowed to do their own unscripted promos on each other. And the work has been tremendous. I'm sure the match is going to be great uh, because John Cena and The Rock kind of stand heads and shoulders above everybody else on the roster. I'm sorry, John Cena and Roman Reigns. The Rock as well. There's very few, I think, that stand heads and shoulders. But those three, Stro, I, I think you got you got to tip your cap to them. I mean, they're... they're uh, they are they are a league of their own. Yeah, whole new level. So now that's that's WWE's mission, Matt. Um, they got to get more guys like that. And if it isn't guys yeah. that they have on uh, the roster, yeah, yeah. But they need to go. I mean, and I I don't say that to be harsh. You know, they need. Cena and Reigns right now are showing just how good and compelling the, that, the, that the programming can still be if you just take the damn leash off of these guys and you let them go yes. out and do their own thing instead of having these and guys trying own. to write things for them that sound robotic. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, you're right. And that's what I've been saying for a while. I, I, I'm sure... The live television aspect plays a huge part in it, but uh, they they need if, if they don't have people that are good at thinking on their feet, then they need better people at thinking on their feet. That's right. That's right. the reality of it. I thought Drew McIntyre could have been that guy, but right now he feels stuck in like how Roman Reigns was five years ago, where people wanted what, to like him, a, but WWE yeah. just refused to give you a reason to like him. Instead, they'll give him a sword and be like, go out and wave this around. Like, I, look, everybody knows Hated. we're not getting a beheading on, on like, he's not yeah. going to kill anybody with this sword. So, so nothing's ever going to come of that. It's stupid. Yeah. And naming it after his mom, I mean, I, ugh. 
man, if this was his idea, it would. I guess it, that would help take the sting off of it a little bit. But it just mm-hmm. feels like you're, they're trying to manipulate the audience into into uh, finding a reason not to boo this guy like he's the second coming of Cena, which is what it's starting to feel like he is. I, uh, and that's what they're going for. They, they're building him. They're shoving him down your throat. So that he can eventually go away and come back and be beloved, I'm sure. I, I, I don't know what else I it want, could be. Uh, I want him to but, be the guy who beat Brock Lesnar again. That's that's the Drew yeah. McIntyre I want back. Yeah, yeah, I I, I agree. I'm, I I agree. I'm on board with that. Uh, special caveat, by the way, I, I think that um, the work that Baron Corbin do, is doing, um, the down on the block, Baron Corbin. My God, this is the best thing they've had in at least ten years, aside from these special appearances by special wrestlers. Oh yeah, he is. Uh, he, did you see they did a thing last week, prior to SmackDown, on the WWE website? They announced that they fined him five thousand dollars for violating the dress code coming to the building for SmackDown. Because he had his old dirty shirt on that was stained, <laughs> and, they, and they proceeded to have him say in a quote that he didn't have the money to pay for the fine or to buy a new shirt. I just thought it was amazing. I like. I, I don't know who who has taken. I don't know if Baron Corbin came up with this stuff himself, or if he sat down and worked it. Usually, when you get something special like this. It's because a wrestler and a writer are collaborating on something very special together without involving the team. And I'm guessing that's what this is uh, yeah. because it's been good. It's been really – even like last week, like like the whole like losing to Kevin Owens and now he can't panhandle anymore at shows. Like, I, because I heard rumors, <laughs> Kathy, like they'd have – after SmackDown goes off the air, the fans will be leaving and they'd have Baron Corbin sitting outside with a tin cup. It was amazing. Oh, no. It was amazing what they're doing. <laughs> That's wonderful. It is. It is. It, it, so he'll probably be the one to get cut. That's probably the answer. <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine? I. No, I can't. Because, like I said, he really is good. And I sort of enjoyed his stuff as king. I think. I think he turned the corner for me when he had that amazing match with Roman Reigns at last year's Royal Rumble. Which was like one of the last like stadium shows that they did for a while, uh, where they fought all over the building, and I just like I just loved his whole persona heading into it and everything, and I yeah I I think he's great I really do, um, I hope he gets even the fact that he stole the money in the bank brief or money in the bank briefcase and ran away, like that was fun. How down on your luck? Can you, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean it's it's the same thing John Cena did to get into the main event. So there's a little bit of a hole in the writing there, but it still is amazing in and of itself that he would do that, that he'd be that down on his luck, that he'd have to steal a Money in the Bank contract and run away. So 914 I do too. I do too. Like I said, it, it's got to be a collaboration with him and one of the writers without involving everybody. As best I can figure. I hope they keep it up. I, I hope they do. Ray, you got a list for us, right? Okay. So we need to narrow this down. I'm telling me. We need to narrow this down because this roster is... Bloated. 
You would think that this roster would be a manageable size at this point, but it's not. It's it's ungodly. So you know what's a manageable size? The guys that they released. That's a manageable size. <clears throat> so here's what Sorry. we're gonna do. <laughs> no, you're you're fine. Here's what we're gonna do. I, I have the roster up. I'm not going to name people. It'll only let me bring everybody up in alphabetical order. So I'm going to quickly scroll through the list. I've got the entire thing loaded. I'm going to stop and name guys who I think could be major, and then we'll make our list from that. Okay. But Brady, you're going to say yes or no to this guy being on our list of on our list for the for the discussion. That's how we'll do it. <laughs> All, right. All right. Do we have a boo? Do we have a rejection one? All right. Yeah, I'm I'm a little slow yeah. on the trigger though. All right. AJ Styles. Wait, wait. What am I? Hold on. Hold on. Am I yaying him like he's exciting, or am I yaying him like he needs to go? So if, if he's making the list for who we're going to talk about, you're yaying. If, if, if you don't think he's a major guy, then you're booing. Wait, so I think he's a major guy, but I don't think they're going to cut, so what should I You yay. Because right now we're just building the list of major guys. I don't know why it's pixelating there. Probably needs Biggie. to be louder. Two? Biggie. This could take a while. We don't need to do this every time. Lastly. Wow, that one really went on for a while. All right, whole bunch of nobody. Just going through. Drew. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Nothing, nothing. Whole lot of. Whole lot of nothing. Yeah, you'd love it. No, um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I hit that before you said Jerry Lawler. Ginger Mahal. I like Ginger personally, but I don't think they consider him a major star. So I'm also going to skip guys who, like, they're obviously not cutting. Like, they're not cutting John Cena. So... Um, da, 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 major Nakamura. Hmm. That's kind of in the middle. I'm gonna see who makes the list. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we keep going, keep going. I don't even know who the hell that is. Keep going, keep going. Excuse me. MVP. 
Again, I like him, but, you know, we're talking which right. major star. Yeah. Well, he doesn't really wrestle anymore, does oh, he? True. He's just a manager. Yeah, now. he's more like a yeah, he's more like a mouthpiece. Uh, well, already down to the R's. You know, I I, I I I noticed one that you missed that I think could be the one. Who? Jeff Hardy. Okay. <laughs> Do you think they view Robert Roode as a major star? No. No. I think they did in NXT, but I think they gave up on him as soon as he came up. I'm actually surprised he didn't go the way of EC3. Again, this isn't my opinion. This is what I think that they think. How about Ciampa? Uh, actually, I said yay, but, I mean, I think at this point, he's older, he's got the bad neck, he basically said he doesn't want to go up to the main roster, um, unless he's happy not making a lot of money, I'm pretty sure that he will be a cut at some point. Okay, so our list that we have... Of major guys, yeah, who I suppose aren't like obviously on the chopping block. So no Cena, no Roman Reigns, nothing like that. <laughs> They're gonna cut Roman Reigns. <laughs> we'll show them. We'll show them you're fired, Roman. Get out of here! Wow, damn it! You want to talk about a plot twist? <laughs> Shows what you know. <laughs> Sorry. I'll get the last laugh on that, Meltzer. Uh, Dave Meltzer. Who the hell is Dave Meltzer? <laughs> he said that in a meeting one time, apparently. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> sounds like something. I'll cut John Cena and Roman Reigns. And I'll rehire that in the level of insecurity. <laughs> oh my! The desperate insecurity it would take to to, to rant against that in, in a in a freaking meeting. Damn it! <laughs> okay. So here's our. It's really bad. The next one. Sorry. The next person who talks about Melter. <laughs> I'm gonna, God, I'm gonna hang him. Ben takes his dad and he takes it out on Meltzer. <laughs> oh my God! I want to find that. He Meltzer says Meltzer, but he sees his dad for a pay per view. Who the hell is Meltzer? All right. Sorry. <laughs> <Go ahead>. <laughs> <laughs> so our six guys. AJ Styles, Big E, Bobby Lashley, Drew Nakamura, and Jeff Hardy. Yeah, well, I'm trying to think. Uh, Randy Orton. I don't think they cut him. I don't either. Oh, you just went with people you think they might cut. I got you. 
Yeah, like I like, thought you were listing like, all like, the major gonna, stars. No. So, okay. Like, if we're gonna, yeah. So like, if we're gonna talk about, if we're gonna talk about like who's the next no, they might cut. Stay with that. I mean, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I I thought you I thought you were listing the major stars. I got you. Yeah. No. no. Uh, that sounds like a good list. So our our list of guys is AJ Styles, Big E, Bobby Lashley, Drew Nakamura, and Jeff Hardy. Okay. My head says they cut Jeff Hardy. But that's kind of the next big name to go. My heart, because I think he would be phenomenal someplace else that's willing to finally get behind him, is Big E. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think with Big E... Sorry, Matt, go ahead. I'll I'll jump in after. I'm sorry. I was just going to say that, like, look, Big E has been in the company for what? Like 12 years, 13 years, something like that? Yeah, he's an FCW guy. Yeah. He's been in the company this long. He's 35 years old. And he's, like, maybe he held, okay, so he held the Intercontinental Belt and the United States title really at the beginning of his main roster run. But has he ever really been seen as anything other than a tag guy with the New Day? And now he's kind of, he's got one foot out of the door with New Day and one foot in. I just, he's one of the, he's, he's another one of these journeymen who's just kind of been here forever. And I mean, it's, it's, it feels brutal to say he hasn't really accomplished a whole lot, but yeah, look, if you've been in the company for 12 years and and you've held and your claim to fame is holding the tag title a number of times, I I don't know. I, I, I keep going back to like the heyday of people like, Austin and The Rock and Hogan and guys who were with the company for like six or seven years and literally did everything that there possibly was to do in six or seven years and not a guy who's been around for 13 years and Mm -hmm. has done maybe a third of the things that there are to do in that amount of time. So, yeah, I could see him being one of the cuts. I agree. I, I agree with some of what you said. And I guess it's possible. My thing is, well, certainly him and Stro, I'll let you jump in after me, but um, I don't want to lose my train of thought. I think that Jeff Hardy, we've kind of seen everything that he can do at this point. I don't know that WWE is going to put the world title on him again because every time they somebody has – it's proved to be an immense amount of pressure, and he doesn't do well with it, and, and he, he tends to have personal issues come up. I'm not saying he's going to in this case. I think he's older and wiser and all that, but I think at this point, um, I don't think they're taking a chance putting the title on Jeff Hardy, so I could see it being him. I look at I look at um, Big E, and I see a guy where I think they still have plans for him in terms of things that they actively want to do with them. Um, I see 13 years, and I say, yeah, like, that's, damn, that's a long time. Uh, But that's what Kofi was. He was 13 years, and then he got his run. And I think if Roman Reigns weren't the champion on SmackDown and doing as well as he is, I think Big E probably would have already had the belt. 
You know, if we were still dealing with the Bray Wyatts and the Braun Strowmans, I think Big E would have had his time. Um, so I don't see Big E. I, I don't. I could be wrong, but I'd be really surprised because I think that there are kind of plans in place for him to take that next step, whether it's against Roman or against somebody else on the other brand. That's what I think. Stro, did you have any thoughts on that? Big E, Jeff Hardy, how WWE kind of sees them? Well, I really feel that uh, Big E is on the verge of hitting that next level right now as we speak. Yeah. And uh, bigger things are ahead of him for the company, I feel. So I, I really think that he's right, right at the door as far as Big E goes. He's right at the door. Uh, who else was there? I right, it was AJ Styles, Nakamura. Um, I, could see, Bobby Lashley. I could see Nakamura going. I don't think they're going to get rid of Bobby Lashley because he finally hit his stride. Um, I would be surprised. I would imagine Nakamura doesn't make that much money, though. I... I kind of imagine that Nakamura's salary is comparatively low. Uh, I was I was actually how like how humorous it would be when Bobby Lashley finally hits his stride and, and got them. <laughs> You're gone. You're out of here, pal. I um, yeah. Well, I, I think at this point the only reason to bind Nakamura to the company. I mean, I and I'm not saying I don't enjoy him. I think he's great, and I'd love to see him around for a while. Uh, but I think that um, the biggest reason why they're holding on to him at this point from their perspective is because they don't want him to go to AEW or another company and kind of take off from there because I'm sure that they see that he could be along the lines of a Kenny Omega. Now, the question is, if they think that he has that kind of value, why are they not trying to turn him into the next Kenny Omega? That That's another whole story. Because they're inept. That's, that's, that's part why of they're it. not doing that's that. That's part of it. It's because, it's because they can't. Yeah. I, um, understand, I understand that this that, like this flower that I have, I understand that it can make a wedding cake. I personally cannot make it. Uh, so <laughs> I do not make one. And the same hand is there, like, they, they know. They know that they can't do anything with the talent because they're embarrassing. Yeah. Speaking of uh, ineptitude, uh, we're going to go to uh, 609. This is Ratboy in Trenton. What, what's going on, Ratboy? <laughs> oh, I've been hearing who are they going to get rid of, who are they going to yeah, keep. Who are they going to get rid of? But, 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 but there's of? one thing, though. But, 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 but. You want me to tell you? I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Right? Two Hell names yeah. that you didn't mention. Two names you didn't mention. That they're going Doug to Ziggler. Doug Ziggler and Bobby Roode. Yeah, Doug Ziggler. Yeah, oh, I think Robbie. I think Robert Roode. Uh, Robert Roode. I, I sound like Rat Boy. I think Robert Roode is going to go with the next round of cuts. And and I hate to say that he's a great guy. Uh, oh, I mean, I I met him through Austin Aries probably 15 years ago, and, and like I said, he's such a nice guy. I hate to see it happen, but he's another guy in his 40s, barely being used in a tag team where they rarely team together. Um, sorry, I I I, you know, I hear that they're getting rid of older guys. Uh, I get rid of Bobby Roode before I get rid of AJ Styles, I can tell you that. So, yeah, I, I agree with that. Dolph Ziggler, again, 
He's a guy that I think I think um, WWE doesn't see a lot of value in, but he's been around forever, and he has kind of quietly done it all. He has. His brother's in AEW. I can see those two going. I guess the only thing, and the reason I skipped those, I mean, do you really see? Do you really see them as like major names anymore? No, I no, I don't. No, I don't. I. Dolph Ziggler hasn't been a major name since he cashed in Money in the Bank. No. And that was 10 years ago. I mean, he's... he's, And this this is probably a discussion for another show, but we're going to come up pretty soon. I mean, there's always like, but why the hell is this guy in the Hall of Fame categories? We we might need to rename it the Hall of... And it's just kind of good and around for a long time. Yes. Because that's... The Hall of Shame. That's Damn the, the hall, hall of Guys who sort of showed up for a while and then uh, retired. Anybody else is going to get cut, Radboy? Um, I'm looking at one certain person, but he's not a, a wrestler yet, okay? Oh, I'm going to say Rick Boone. I'm going to say Rick Boone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hold on a second. Matt, I didn't realize you were saying... Tim Horton's Jason Priestley. I just saw the thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a Priestley. That's good. Rapper, yeah. while, while we've got you here on the air, while we've got you here on the air, if we dressed you up in a moose costume, could Kathy ride you into the Tim Hortons? Say what? What kind of costume? Ride on your back. He'd have to ride on her yeah. back. Yeah. <clears throat> you get Kathy a picky and ride into the No, no, no. He'd have to dress like a moose and ride on her back. A moosey back ride. Yeah. Yeah. You remember? You remember? I thought he could do it. With, um, he used to do that with, um, uh, what's his name? The announcer, uh, Howard Finkel, his, uh, his girlfriend. Rappel used to ride on her back, and Howard would get so mad. It was like a giant rib. Yep. I remember so, those days. They're, they're okay, good old days. Right here. I do too. Yeah. I think it's a full, like, loose suit, but then Ratboy's actual head popped out, and it's just a really cheap pair of antlers. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, like, um, it's like, loose, like loose footy pajamas. Kind of like, uh, and you'll probably see where I'm going with this, uh, not the same animal. But if you remember the Grinch that stole Christmas, the cartoon version, the classic that we all love. Yeah. You know, that he would, he would be mad. The dog. Yes. yes. That's what it would be. And he was in footy pajamas. There you, you go. You go with this rap yeah. I, I, I would do anything. I, you, you could put me in a dish. Listen, listen. You could put me, you yeah. could put me in a gift box, okay? Send yeah. me to uh, to the ECW new owner of ECWA for his for his uh, anniversary show. I just pop out of the box good. and say, "Happy anniversary! You got me now." What? What if? What if Rat Boy? We put you in a trash bag and mailed you to Mickey James. Would you would you uh would you pop out of the trash bag for? Yeah. Rapoy, can you write in cursive? Yes. I got good penmanship, man. Good ones. I can I can write. Okay. 
good ones. I believe it. Yeah, I yeah. could write names. I've seen your writing on Facebook, so. Yeah. What I'm always writing on Facebook. Put you in a box and sent you to Vince McMahon to pop out and be like, creative story idea or something, inside box. <laughs> no, 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 no. You guys send me to Paul Heyman. Send me to Paul Heyman. <laughs> Wait, I know. I know. Wait, did he just say? Hang on, wait, Brady. Before you say that, did he just say that we, that we need to send him to Paul Newman? Yeah, the salad dressing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said Paul Newman. Rapple, you don't have the long hair anymore, do you? No, I'm trying to grow it back in. If you grow it back, could we shave the top of your head <laughs> and mail you to Paul Newman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have seen a address for him. I think we could pull it off. Uh, you know, you, you, why not? You know, I could be like Paul Newman. Okay, because I, I could be right. like um, what's his name? Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, Rapoy. When you go to that flea, that stinking flea market that you go to every week in Columbus, uh, find the table that has that 1980s cell phone and haggle them down. To get it as cheap as possible. Because you know there's going to be a table that has a 1980s cell phone. All right. Before we stick Rapley in the You know box, what? You know what? I want to... Matter of fact, <laughs> matter of fact, a, I, I can get one for free because my, 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 my uh, buddy's got a whole box of them at his house. Oh, man. Yeah, I can get one of them. Brady, Brady, hear me out on this. Okay. Before we stick Rapley in the box, okay, we line it with plastic, okay? Yeah, yeah, then of course. Then we put Rapley in the box, and then we just soak it with baby oil, and then we seal it up. Oh, I thought you were going to say gasoline. We... <laughs> <laughs> no, that way, that way, like, Paul Newman opens up his box, and his oily boy just, like, squirms out. Just like Baby New Year. You know? <laughs> what? <laughs> Rapley, Rapley. Oh. Rapley, what if I put you in a pet carrier and just left you at the airport? Like, you're not supposed to leave bags unattended? <laughs> that would be funny. That it would be, be funny. funny. We'll, we'll do these. We'll All call right. them VOC TVs. All right. Yeah, we'll we'll give you got to do He'll be in one of like the little pet carriers, right? Right. That's what we're talking about here? Yeah. We're going to give him a little tin cup so that he can rattle it on the cage. When he <laughs> yeah, he's a little monkey. But what about Paul Newman? You, 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 you should have saw me uh, a couple weeks ago down Columbus. I had a, I had a hat. I had a hat on, a golf, a golf cup yeah. hat. Walking around, people say, "Oh, nice hat, nice hat." We loved that hat, right? Right before we left, really I sold that it? hat. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. No, 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 no. I got. I showed it off right off my head. They weren't worried about bed bugs? I would have been. What are you talking about bed bugs? Well, I'm assuming. I, I mean, mean. No, my, my, my buddy's got all this crazy stuff, right? Because his buddy <clears throat> passed away, gave him all this crazy what kind of hat? costumes, you know? I got me a doll costume yeah. for Halloween. I'll be wearing it down there for Halloween. Okay. A doll costume. Now we're talking. I want, I want <laughs> to challenge you for the rat trap belt. I'll film, I'll film it. Ooh, Would you 
well, just like Goldberg him where you just no sell him? Yes. <laughs> he goes to him you know and what? you pick him up and throw him. <laughs> I, I, I should show That's up at WA anniversary show and, and and see if I get a challenger for the rat trap belt right there in the ring. There you go. There you go. I want to see you fight Ray, though. I think it would be really funny. I think it would be phenomenal. Um, now, now here's my stipulations. Okay. Uh, Stro is my manager, and um, we tie Rat Boy up to the post before the match so that he's completely defenseless, <laughs> and I just wail on him for, like, 20 minutes. And then I pin him. <laughs> that doesn't sound very fair. I think that sounds incredibly good, though. What about? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was trying to think of something like out of fall, like like a contraction that goes over your head that Rapley is in, where he can like chew his way through your face if he needs to. <laughs> but he doesn't have to. I said, put me in, right, in a rat trap cage match. A cage match. That was good. That was good. Oh, no, but rat traps in it. Oh, no, but rat traps in it. What how about uh? Think, how much do you think I outweigh Rat Boy by? <laughs> You're pretty tall, aren't you? Um, that's pretty tall. I'm I mean, I'm five nine, five ten. I'm a hundred and twenty. How much he weigh? I'm probably five eight. On Rat Boy, I have over a hundred pounds on you. Yeah. He's hey, pretty small. Wait a minute, wait a minute. He'd never be able to carry Cassie, and that's not a slight on Cassie. He's small. I'm small, He's but... He's got a uh, uh, from the 7-Eleven. I mean, Howard Finkel's girlfriend was carrying Ratboy around, not the other way around. Maybe he likes, maybe he likes well, uh, well-fed women. What about, um... What about Ratboy? Would you be willing to put a stipulation beside your belt, like maybe like your lifetime access to milk? Yeah, why not? Would I you don't put that on the line much. in a match? Okay. I, I don't drink milk that much. <laughs> 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 All right, I can tell. Well, your bones are built for free. Yeah, uh, we're gonna bring on. You guys ready for this? We're gonna bring on Derek, who hasn't been heard from in uh, oh, forever. Wow. <clears throat> Yeah, what's going on, Derek? How you doing? I'm alive. <laughs> I I heard that yeah, fake MMA Derek. fighter was. I'm so glad I heard here. the first fake MMA fighter was returning on Friday, so I beat him to it. So I'm here. <laughs> How's everybody doing tonight? We're doing Dang. good. We're doing good. We're trying to decide which major star will be the next one to get released, and uh, then we came up with the idea of ma- mailing Rat Boy to Mickey James in a trash bag to see how she responded. Uh, so those are kind of just ideas that are floating around right now. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> who, it's a, it's a good the, SummerSlam episode. Who is the, the next major star that you guys are going to get released? Um, I, I don't know that we went through them all, but I'm leaning toward Jeff Hardy. Yeah, that seemed to be the favorite. Matt, Matt thought maybe Big E. I... I I feel like they still got some more to do with him. I um, and nothing against Jeff because I, I love Jeff as a kid, but 
doesn't really have much to offer anymore. I guess you can send him yeah. down the AEW with Matt. But is, is with Matt doing any more entertaining? I don't think so. <laughs> but um, no, I, I mean, I, I think you know. New Jeff is about done. I, I hate to say yeah. it. I, I think um, I, I don't know that he's going to have any major stops anywhere else. Maybe AEW for a run. Uh, Ray, if you could read over that list again, we came up with a list of guys that we thought were in that category, where they're technically major stars, and mm-hmm. they probably have the best chance. So that list was. AJ Styles, Big E, Bobby Lashley, Drew Nakamura, and Jeff Hardy. Uh, all right, look, and nothing against Bray Wyatt and the whole theme thing, but I don't think when they released him, he was on the level of any of those guys besides Jeff Hardy. Like I think AJ is considered a bigger deal than Bray was. I think Big E. He really what they do. With, yeah, I don't think I think Bray Bray Wyatt was damaged goods. It's probably good for him that they released him. Well, I, I, I do think, agree with that. I, I don't think it's good that well, they pretty much gave his gimmick to Alexa Bliss. That's kind of messed up. But um, I could I, see her going. Honestly, I mean the way things yeah. are. Yeah, I, I think Big E could if they use him right, he could be a like I think a Big E Roman Reigns match could be a WrestleMania match if they used the Big E the right way, if they built him up right, which I don't really <clears> trust him <throat> to do. But um Or Big E Lashley. Yeah, I think they love Sorry. Lashley. Yeah, I think they love Lashley. I think Jeff's gone. Um I think the next round of cuts would probably be guys like Shelton Benjamin, which I think sucks because you could still do a lot with Shelton. Yeah. But um, I, I think it'll be guys Bobby like, Roode, you know, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dolph yeah. is like a cockroach. Like, he survives everything. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think his time's almost up, especially with his brother in AEW. Yeah, and uh, I I had saw Vince at the conference call when they asked him if he thought AEW was competition, and he kind of said they wasn't competition like WCW, and he was like, maybe we'll give them some more talent. And I think that was very telling to how he looks at now. Yeah. And a, lot, a lot of people got upset. Oh, he's just saying that. But, you know, we were all around when WCW was beating him in the ratings. But not only was WCW beating him in the ratings, he was losing money. And they were in danger of going out of business. I think he looks now, he has billion-dollar TV deals. And USA is paying billions of dollars for Raw and, you know, another couple million dollars for NXT. I think as long as we're making money, we're not in trouble, which is probably not the best. I mean, it's great to make a lot of money, but you want to have a good product, too. So yeah, exactly. I think that's why he doesn't consider some competition at the point. Are, are we in agreement that the biggest reason why Nakamura probably won't get released is because they're afraid that they actually would do something effective with him in New Japan or AEW? Yeah, yes. I think the, I think the fact that Vince McMahon had a called Adam Cole to SmackDown and had a face-to-face meeting with him behind closed doors makes me yeah. think they're worried that they do something with Adam Cole too. Oh, sure, sure. I think he would be another Kenny Omega type. You know, Kenny Omega, I mean, AEW would tell you he's the best in the world, and he's very good. But there are a lot of guys who they could put in that spot. And they're becoming increasingly available for AEW to use. Um, so I, and so there's a, there's, a, there's a lot there for sure. 
Um, anybody that you think, like, like for example, uh, I was watching Andrade this weekend with the uh, AAA Mania, Triple Mania. Oh, what did what'd you call it, Ray Trippel? Trippel Mania? Triple Mania. That, I, I, I'm not Spanish in any way. I, I couldn't tell you. Um, I took Latin, not realizing that it wouldn't get me in anywhere in Latin America. Um, I, uh, that was bad. That was stupid. No, like I was watching Andrade uh, this weekend, and I think, I think I'll bet you that WWE probably regrets that release more than anybody. Yes, and it's funny because when he first got released, they did an interview. He did an interview, and he said he told Triple H he wanted to get released, and Triple H told him, hey, go somewhere for three years, two, three years, and then come back. So if the parent Triple H probably saw his worth, I think Vince probably saw it. Remember, in the beginning, they denied his request to be released. And yeah. then they they finally let him go. I think, yeah, out of everybody, I think Vince is looking at it's like, damn it. And I think as soon as he's available, Vince is going to throw whatever he can at him like he did to Drew McIntyre. And I think Andrade will be back. I, I do, too. I do, too. It's ironic, though, because I did read a report that apparently Triple H, there are a lot of people in WWE that don't like Triple H. So maybe maybe he'll be the guy that's not there in three years to uh, to welcome Andrade back. Wouldn't that be something if he were the guy to <laughs> get released? That, right? Yeah. Can you imagine? That's the, <laughs> the battle I've been, I've been interested get rid in. Get that seems like it's Triple H's Dave guy. Dave Nelson. Dave F. Nelson. It seems like it's yes versus Triple H. And I'm, I'm, I want to see how it plays out. Yeah. Dave, who the hell is Dave Meltzer? <laughs> Never heard of him. And yet, all Vince sees is his dad as he yeah. says these words. Yeah. Who, who, does he, who has he ever beaten? But it seems like, it seems like there's an old guard of, of Vince, Bruce Pitchers, Kevin Dunn, John Laurinaitis. And it's, I, I think that Bruce and Laurinaitis probably show <clears> the power that Triple H had. And if I remember Bruce, Bruce said in his podcast before he went back, Triple H and Steph aren't fans of his. So he probably thinks if Vince croaks at any moment, I'm out of a job. And he probably told Kevin Dunn the same <laughs> thing. And he probably told Johnny Yates the same thing. Like, we got to get that hunter the hell out of here. And I think that's what's happening. Maybe. Maybe. People just assume that he would be taking over for Vince, but I'm worried it's Nick Khan taking over. Oh, yeah, that guy. And I, 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 I don't think you have anything to worry about, Mr. Brady. Okay. <laughs> Do you think I should be more worried about Nick Khan taking over or the Saudi Prince buying the company? Saudi Prince. Okay. Yeah. I think Nick Khan's going to move on eventually. Probably. After he ravages the roster, then he'll go back with his brother in AEW. Now, do you think they're selling the company? I've heard that, too, that they're selling. And that's why, you know, over the past year, Vince and Staff and Triple H have been unloading stocks like like crazy. I don't think he's selling it. I could see Vince getting rid of his majority ownership and passing it on to somebody else in his <laughs> circle. But I, I don't think that they'll ever, that family will ever sell it. I, I, I can't imagine a time when, when a McMahon isn't some higher up there. Yeah, I always figured he'd sell his stake, and whoever he sold it to, have it written that either Steph or I used to say Triple H, but who knows now, maybe even Shane, 
have to be a part yeah. of it somehow, some way. I could see that. I could see. I could see that for sure. <laughs> I, I I can't. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I can't ever see him. I, I could see him like handing it to someone in his circle, but like, it's just not the type of company that works with like uh, a board of directors. You have to have people. You have, you have to have people intimately familiar with the workings of the business at the top. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I thought they were best when it was all wrestlers helping them. Former wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when they. That, that is that's, when they were the best. Yeah. Even like during the Attitude Era, when like you could say like, "Oh, Vince Russo had his hands all over it." There was like Jim Cornette and others there to keep them grounded. Yeah. That's it's... why when Vince Russo went to WCW, it went like off the like Rapway's booking it all of a sudden. <laughs> right, Rapway? Yeah. What did you say? Sorry. <laughs> Exactly. And it's weird because you, you, you put in the chat how Roman Roman Reigns has said, you know, nobody gives me a script. They kind of let me and Paul handle my own thing, blah, blah, blah. You would think yeah. Vince would look at that and look at how successful and how great Roman is now and figure, why don't I do this with everybody in the company? At least give everybody in the company a chance to do Did you see who thing. Roman wanted to work with for his promos? Who? <laughs> well, Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. And uh, P.S. Hayes. Oh, good old P.S. My buddy P.S. Hayes. Huh? <laughs> good old buddy. <laughs> he is a good old. He is a good old boy. But um, I kind of want to get Derek a P.S. Hayes hoodie so he can wear. Right? <laughs> I swear, bro. I'm scared. <laughs> a bad street <laughs> USA hoodie. Yeah. Well, um, a street I wouldn't be allowed in probably. But um, it's it's. It's weird. You think you just, just let the guys be themselves. Right? What's the worst that can happen? I got Yeah. You, you know? I mean. Yeah, I know. I don't, what do you think? And, 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 and here's what I was saying earlier. Like, it's amazing to me because um, 10 years ago when The Rock came back, everybody talked about how The Rock and John Cena are so much better than everybody else on the show. Give CM take him out. Uh, everybody, uh, they're so much better than everybody on the show. And why was that? Why was CM Punk better? Because they let them talk without a writing team creating the mm-hmm. same thing for everybody. And now you fast forward to today, and John Cena and Roman Reigns are heads and shoulders over everybody else. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a really damning statement. Not that it isn't great that Roman is finally getting that trust, but there need yeah. to be more guys. That are getting that, mm-hmm. and Roman is yeah. the only one. Uh, Drew McIntyre right now. Uh, who was I comparing him to? Do you remember? I, I said Drew McIntyre. The way they're writing his stuff for him, he was like blank. Oh, he was like Roman Reigns was five years ago. That's exactly how with the He's yeah, one, with the stupid he, yeah. And you remember how much the fans were really getting on his case, this, the whole suffer and succotash era. Mm-hmm. You know, it's um, I, I can't believe that they haven't learned the lesson that sometimes less is more, and micromanaging just it just doesn't make it very good. Yeah, I I was listening to a Bobby Lashley interview, and they were talking to him about the herd business and how it came to be. And he goes, that was all MVP's idea. MVP picked the guys out, 
MVP put us together, and it worked. And it worked, and everybody yeah. enjoyed it. And it's like, as soon as Vince got his hands on it, it was ruined, he broke him up. And it's like, why yeah. can't this, this, if it works, leave it be? I think part of the genius sometimes is letting people handle things themselves. You don't have to be hands-on with everything. Part of being a good leader is going, they'll figure it out. And it seems like he's he's forgotten. And I don't know if because he's in his old age, he doesn't want people to think he's losing it. But he's done it in the past, and he's been successful. So, But then you have the argument, I think Melton said, this year was WWE's most money-making year since the Attitude Era. So how can you yeah. – it's kind of hard to go to the guy and go, Vince, the show is terrible, but, but look at all the money we're making. And it's like, well, damn it. <laughs> you know, you got to – how can you rationalize with that? So. Um, you can rationalize it, I think. By saying that um, in terms of pop culture, while they're making a lot of money, mm-hmm. they're, were, they're nowhere near as recognizable as they were several no. times in the past. Not even close. Not no. even close. There's, there's and I, and I think that's bad. Yeah. 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 I mean, at this point, John Cena has transcended WWE, I think. Uh, I, I would venture to guess the majority of the public knows who John Cena is. And doesn't know that he's going to be a part of SummerSlam this Saturday. And they have people who could, they get close to transcending it, and then Vince does something crazy and it takes them away from it. I mean, mm-hmm. if you look mm-hmm. like, like they had that, they had that Roman Loud thing, which is like one of the biggest musical concerts of, of Fast Fest of the year, and he sent wrestling there. <laughs> and I could see a Bianca or a Sasha or somebody like that getting off with that type of crowd. But who else do they send there? Yeah. They send Otis. They send Otis there. And it's like, come on. Oh, yeah, that's out of time. Like, yeah. It's stupid. You know? it, it, it's so dumb. I mean, I just go back to even like WrestleMania time. You know, you got all these stars and they're building a major focal point of the show around Bad Bunny. And, like, Bad Bunny's great. He certainly brought a lot of eyes to that show, I'm sure. But after that, he was gone. And And you still got all these stuff. Yeah. I mean, he was, after WrestleMania, he was positioned. I actually thought, and I still kind of think this, like, Everything that they did with Damian Priest, they probably should have done with Karrion Cross. And, but with that said, yeah, like they they've dropped the ball with Damian Priest. He's he's just out there every week making fun of the Miz. That's it. And unless he goes in and beats Sheamus and has a strong run with the U.S. title, uh, I don't see anything on the horizon for him. If he loses to Sheamus, I I. I think he'll just be another guy there. Yeah. They Sheamus is not good. Not usually. <laughs> no. They, they, have, Hornswoggle. they have something promising with I find Riddle entertaining too, which is so Riddle's amazing. Yeah, I yeah. think he'll probably be the one to get cut. Yeah, yeah. They said Vince they say Vince likes Riddle and you can tell because he's always on T V. <laughs> yeah. And it and it's like you have something in him. But I don't trust them long enough to think down the road they're going to ruin the poor guy. I mean, he survived. Well, yeah, I mean, so far. what happened? One of two things will happen: either, either Vince will get tired of the whole Fast Times at Ridgemont High thing, 
And without that, Riddle really has nothing. Or Riddle will get himself in trouble somehow with the smoking and all that stuff. Or saying something crazy, yeah. Yeah, or saying something crazy. I thought he patched things up with Goldberg, which is great. Uh, we can finally get that dream match. Yeah. I know. Good for him. I, see, now, I want Riddle versus Gilbert. That, I think that would be... That would be fun. Yeah. You should bring Gilbert. That would be a lot more fun. I want Riddle versus a, a Dill Pickle. That would be good. What do you mean, Meltzer, getting like Riddle versus a Dill Pickle? It was genius. <laughs> we got the glorious pickle. Oh, I I had this conversation with my with my my son actually, and he was saying, you know, because he's starting to get into reading the stuff on the internet. And he goes, it seems like everybody who leaves the company likes Triple H. You know, they always have good things yeah. to say about him, only bad things to say about him. Because he's their guy. So, yeah, so he was seeing one yeah, if you know, God forbid, Vince passes away. Well, let's say he steps down, which I don't think that ever happened. He goes, do you think it's going to be a lot of talent coming back to the company now? Because Triple H is in charge. <laughs> and maybe, I figured, maybe. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. If the creative process yeah. is still the same, they won't. He, even the fans like Triple H now, which is funny because they, Matt, they hated him for the longest time. They hated him. And uh, <laughs> now uh, now he's, he's, uh, he's, he's, the, he's the savior. He's a savior. Actually, one of the listeners wants to know, uh, what do you guys think are, the chances are that Charlotte Flair could be the major star to leave? No. And I heard a report no. about that this week, but I I see her as, like, somebody who maybe on a bad day would ask for her release and regret it, but I don't ever mm-hmm. see WWE giving it to her. No. She's their female woman range. No. They'll never let her go. She, she can act. Yeah. I saw she was at the Triple H, Triple A show. And she was backstage, and everybody made a big deal. But I'm like, her fiance is working there. You know, she wasn't on TV. And, yeah, she took the night off from WWE. Like, she got approved for a night off. They can't stop her from going backstage to another show. She didn't even yeah, go to and, AEW. Yeah. Given her status, she can walk into Vince and go, what, are you going to cut me? Because you're, you're mad at me? Fine, let me go. Right. <laughs> so. Shove it up your ass, Meltzer. Charlotte, <laughs> I don't have time to listen to you right now. I gotta get revenge on this Meltzer. <laughs> Damn Dave, I, I didn't know he still well, uh, Derek, you read a lot of the same stuff that I do. Uh, don't you remember hearing that, like in a creative meeting, someone mentioned Meltzer, and they didn't realize Vince was like in the room and out of the corner. You just hear, "Who the hell is Meltzer?" <laughs> I know I, I heard that writer. somewhere. Yeah, I think it was one of the ex yeah. writers had mentioned that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like they get so mad if you bring him up. Yeah, they yeah. I think it was was it Court Bauer? I remember Court Bauer was saying uh, they used to get mad been. if they it might have been they found out they were <laughs> mad if Stephanie would get mad if she found out you were a fan and you were a writer she'd get upset if you know if you were a fan yeah. of wrestling and a writer, which is stupid to me. Which but. is funny, yeah, and it's funny because they used to pass around his uh, the dirt sheets uh, <laughs> yeah. back in the day around the office. I don't know. I don't That's know. just funny. It's a strange time for wrestling. Like I said, you got you got CM Punk coming back. Apparently, Daniel yeah, Bryan's on his way to AEW. So yeah, the Rocks, the Rocks supposedly coming back for a Survivor Series in Brooklyn. So 
going to be fun. I, I guess. saw. I saw Goldberg. I saw Goldberg once. Um. I saw Goldberg once. Uh, Cena. I wonder if he'll get him at WrestleMania this year. Oh God! I, I hope John says no. John seems to have his head on the right way nowadays. I hope he says no. I'm not unless they're going to have a real match. You know, who wants to just go in there and just get just knock loopy? I <laughs> know he drops you in your head. Goldberg yeah. is getting small finishes. Goldberg versus Brock from Mania real a couple years ago. Yeah, that's one of my favorite matches. Those because it was short and sweet. Really? With each other, you the one, the the one before was that Mania thirty, thirty five, whatever it is. I remember. I just I don't know how you yeah. could like that. I liked it. It was because it was. That, that's, that's the one where Brock leapfrogged him, wasn't it? He, he, Goldberg yeah. went for the spear outside, and Brock, Brock going, like yeah. kicked out the legs. Yeah, that's it, funny. It was like a fight. I think you're going to go. Yeah, Goldberg. It, should be it a was like fight. a fight. In and out. And just just watching a couple of homeless guys fight. Like, I hope he comes out against Bobby Lashley, and I hope Lashley he tries to throw Lashley around. I hope Lashley throws him around for three minutes, and then it's over with. That, that's what the match should be. I just hope to God that Goldberg doesn't win. I, You know, I I, I don't think he will after all that. I, I assume he's going to get the Drew McIntyre treatment, like, you know, where Goldberg is just there at this point to just help the other talent, you know? That's what I assume. They gotta know that doing Roman and Bobby at Survivor Series is big money, right? Like that's a match people. You know, want I mean, you know, you know, Bray Wyatt never recovered from losing to Goldberg. Neither <laughs> did Kevin Owens, technically. Yeah, Bray didn't recover from a lot of things. That poor guy. Yeah. And I saw they were. Yeah, it's crazy. They were teasing that, that he might go to AEW. So I have a question for you guys. I, at one point, at what point is enough enough for AEW? Like, at what point do you go? All right, we don't need anybody else. Well, I I think you they're gonna they're gonna start cutting guys too at some point. I was gonna say you I, I you you gotta figure they've already hit it. I mean, I, I, I get I get bringing in Punk. Nobody's going to turn down Daniel Bryan. Um, I saw something where they're bringing in Ruby Riot. Buddy Murphy is teasing going there, and people believe Bray is going to go there. It's supposed to be something. I think Buddy Murphy will be an impact guy. I think he'll, he'll be there with Zack Ryder. Yeah. <laughs> I think they have all these guys. Unless you bring in people from yeah. back and Japan, it's crazy. That's, that's a lot. Well, of you know what? I, I I do think that is one benefit. I think of that alliance with Impact. It kind of gives like because they're they've got a really big roster now that they're, they're going to have to do their own brand split at some point because they've got three shows and probably over a hundred performers under contract at this point. Um, they make the deal with Impact so they can ship off people that they're not using regularly, like Kazarian or uh, I'm assuming Christian Cage will have a little bit with uh, Impact um, now, which I mean I, I think that's really good for it. Probably is a a mutually beneficial thing. But at some point, yeah, like, you're paying all these guys, and there doesn't seem to be any kind of major direction. Like, when Punk comes in, who, who's, what what gang is Punk going to join? He's got to join a gang. Um, either, I, think Punk either joins, I think Punk either joins both Nation or the Gangs of the 
Ken Resnick called us Voke Nation the entire time he was on the air, Taylor. It was funny. No matter how many times Bruce said DOC, I, I think he just never listened. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, um, I mean, they could redo the Straight Edge Society, but I don't see them breaking up those uh, that other group. Yeah, that other group. This is a, yeah, isn't you know what I mean? Is this a kind of indictment, though? What are they called? The Elite. I mean, you know, I, I remember the Elite. I just... I don't think you Whatever. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not, I'm not even busting balls here. Like, it's just like, you know, uh, isn't that kind of the indictment of where AEW is? That for all the success they have, and for frankly, as entertaining as I actually think their product is, that ultimately, at the end of the day, we sit here and stumble over the name of what is supposed to be the premier group of guys on it. But I remember the name. I was just being silly. I, I what, what if what if CM Punk? I know you put CM Punk with the best friends. Okay. It's perfect. He could be the grumpy friend. He could be Trent's grumpy friend. I, I like it. Yeah, he could be Trent's grumpy because he probably is friends with all those guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's you know, they're gonna have that's a lot of them as, I mean well that's a big group now. I mean the best friends there's like six of them now. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, there's so many. <laughs> well you could have them with the dinosaurs, I could see that. The or, dinosaurs. Or maybe, okay. <laughs> we could have them leading the dark order now. Because the uh, Colt Cabana's oh, yeah. in there. Oh, that are they, are they, are they friends again? Like, did they work that whole thing? I'm assuming, I'm assuming, Punk's gonna go there and cause a lot of drama with because he doesn't talk to Colt. <laughs> I hope not. Because Colt, Colt asked for Hornswoggle's number or something like that, and that, <laughs> then they stop talking. <laughs> I was thinking yeah, Hornswoggle that. strikes again. Wow. See, I like the idea of Punk showing up. Yeah, and he joins the dinosaurs. Yeah, but but he have a dinosaur man. further, and so like, so like he's in his ring gear, but then yeah. it's a giant like over the top T Rex head and like little T Rex hands. Yeah, and he doesn't cut promos. He just goes in the ring and like screams and like thrashes his little well, hands I, around. I, I so think you took oh. it too far. So I think a simple T Rex hat would do. Yeah. Let's uh let's let's go to uh three one four. We'll go to Tora real quick. Uh, what's going on, Tora? How you doing? I'm doing okay. Tora, I got some exciting news for you. I, I just read a report that WWE is thinking about moving the Royal Rumble to February this year because they're running a New Year's Day show and they don't. Want, all of a sudden, they're worried about having two shows in one month. I don't know why. They had two shows WrestleMania month. But but they're worried about it in January apparently. So anyway, the front runner tour to host the Royal Rumble this year is St. Louis. At least you don't have to worry about Randy Orton winning this year, though. That kind of response. That kind of response is exactly why it won't be there, though. <laughs> you people. Oh my gosh! I'm just you so people. excited about it. Can you just hide it? It's just so unbelievable. Are you about to lose control? No. 
Okay, I'm okay. celebrating. You're celebrating. How are you celebrating? I'm celebrating and strife. Sorry? Urban and strife? Yes. Yeah, strife. Yes. Red strife. Urban and strife. That's what you. Tora, what do you think of what do you think of Matt Riddle and Randy Orton? Are they good together? Oh yeah. I think so. I think I got it. Okay. They got it under control. Okay. They got it under control. Cora, would you wrestle Rat Boy for his rat trap belt? <laughs> Will I ever? Yes. Okay. Mm. Tora, would you wrestle me for nothing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can we do a shoot match? Can shoot I'm a hooker. Yeah. What do you think Tora's going to be? Yeah, I used the hooker joke. I can't use that now. <laughs> I think Tora's gimmick would be, I know Tora. You know what? They should bring you in managing Baron Corbin. He could have, like, met you uh, outside of an arena after one of the shows. When he was, like, when he had the tin cup and he was sitting outside when the fans were leaving. That's true. By the way, Baron Corbin... Baron Corbin is amazing, Derek. I've been talking about him for probably the entire Baron time. Baron Corbin needs to be. He's awesome. He's the best. He needs to be in a mental hospital. Don't we all, though? Yeah. Don't we all? I, know. I, I did see the video, Derek. Did, did you see? I used to like did you him. See the, but well, I don't. You should like him now. He's the best. He's awesome, man. He's great. Yeah, Derek, did you see they they did an angle on uh, Friday where they posted it on the website that he got fined for not showing up in the dress code because he had That's his right, dirty yeah. stained shirt. He got fined $500. on the same old shirt. He got all that kind of money. What are you he talking about, honey doll? Yeah. And he's like, he had, a, he had a can of spaghetti, but he couldn't afford a can opener. Yeah. He had to bang it against the curb until <laughs> it opened. Can you read caviar? really good. I miss you. Can you read in a dark alley? Yes, I could. But <laughs> well, anyway, how y'all guys are doing? I'm good. I, I can see her. I could see Tora in like the DC universe as like a like a Batman villain. Oh boy! The What if she was farther What if she was the overall no. pitchfork and the whole thing? No, no, she's no shirt girl. on under the no shirt on under the overalls, just the overalls. Like I mean, that's a cool costume, but. <laughs> oh, Tora. What, what character do you think would be in Batman, Tora? Batman? Oh, gosh. I, you know, that's I think uh... Ratboy, I could. Ratboy would be like a background character. Like, always follow, like, yeah. um. Like, what do they call it? Like, um, you know, the shark, like, the, the big sharks in the ocean. 
and they have like those little fish that like attach to the shark and just kind yeah. of live on. That would be rad boy. Did you see the Did you see the new Suicide Squad? They had a guy named Weasel. He was like a giant weasel that walked around like a person. I'd imagine that's rad boy. No, that's like, great. Just, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that could be Rad Boy. It could. Yeah. It could. I yeah. I like your idea of Rat Boy as some sort of like Gotham parasite. <laughs> but let me let me toss one other idea to you. I think Rat Boy is actually Commissioner Gordon. Like instead of instead of it being a background parasite, what if Rat Boy is the one who has to call Batman? Yeah, but, like, he has, like, one of those phones where you have to turn the crank to get it going. Hello? And, like, it's really good. He has to kind of put all his body into it. <laughs> Tora, they're silly. Uh-huh. Oh. All right, Tori. I love you, baby doll. It was great talking to you. I'm sure we'll yeah, talk real soon. Yeah, I haven't talked to y'all in, in four weeks. Believe me, I know. I've been up at night crying. I've been too busy. How can you be too busy? Well, my daughter, she started school. <laughs> there you go, Brady. Oh, well, you're not going to school. Why are you busy? Does she go to night school? What are you doing her homework for? <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm about to say baby shark. Tori, let's oh. be honest. You're not making Rice Krispie treats for the home and school meeting. You don't do it. Yeah, I know. Oh. Y'all want to hear me? <laughs> he goes, you don't know. She goes, I know. Yeah, want to hear me? What dessert, Tori, what dessert would you make for the home and school meeting? Bunny's first. I don't know. You know what I could go for? I would do, would you do a pineapple upside down cake? That I love pineapple upside down yeah. cake. That would be really good. You would do that? How about, how about, because I'll tell you, I love uh, it's Once you start with Baby Shark, you're done. All right, thank you. Thank you. Would you say that was a blueberry suckle? Blueberry buckle. Buckle. Like not quite coffee. I heard cake. the buckle part, and I had a couple guesses. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, and, okay. and you and you immediately assumed that it was called a blueberry suckle. Well, that was my second guess. I didn't want to say the first one. I could just see my mom like. You know, you know, asking, honey, what do you want for your birthday? And and answering what Brady thought he heard. It's impossible. It's impossible, Barrett. This is why I need you around. Because he, what he, he's not manageable. What, what, what do you guys think about doing a couple quick hits? Do, do some quick hits and uh, start to wind things down. I have Derek. I don't know how long I've, it's been since I've talked to you, but I have a real job now in the morning. Um, oh, not that I didn't have a real job before, but before I had a job, 
where I could do all kinds of other stuff and still get my work done and be okay. And now I have a job where I actually have to work all day, and I'm tired at night, and it's because I've actually worked all day as opposed to, like, updating VOC Nation all day. Um, not that I did that, of course. Uh, my employer will be suing me for... Yeah, you it's a, it's a, up, as my grandpa would say. I, I'm like I'm like a big boy now. So so anyway, <laughs> so I, I was hoping we can do some uh, some quick hits, kind of get some people's thoughts on uh, uh, some of the different lighter side stuff going on. The first one I saw actually, so Max Caster, we've seen yeah. Max Caster AEW. Um, he's teasing a move to WWE now after getting suspended for his uh, mm-hmm. controversial rap. I I don't see WWE wanting. A John Cena ripoff who's not afraid to go more off color. Yes, and and Max Caster, who I just found out lives like ten minutes away from my house. I see the Long Island guy. Oh yeah, a lot of those guys do. But um, I think and, and he does too. I think. The yeah, I yeah. think he's just trolling the internet. Uh, how about uh? Have you guys heard anything about Brian Knobs? I, I heard he's really not doing so good. Yeah, I saw a picture of him in like the hospital bed, and they were saying yeah. he's not doing well. Uh, I'm trying to see. It was uh, Stro, did you hear about that? Brian Knobs? I'm stressed. Yeah. Stro, did you hear about uh, Brian Knobs? Yeah, I, I I saw the same thing that Derek mentioned, and. Um, I saw a, a few people asking uh, to keep him in our prayers, and uh, yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I've been I've been praying for him, and I hope he uh, gets through what he's going through. He can't right. yeah. he can't get the anesthesia for the surgery because of his weight. I guess mm. it's, it's the biggest issue, mm. and he needs person. surgery, that's so we got to pray for him. Yeah, I love the other boys as a kid. I don't know why. Oh, I did I too. Especially in WCW. I used to like love it the when they got Bret Hart's face and, like, rubbed it in their armpits. Okay. I used to He's love that, those guys. That How dare you? No, but that was my favorite. Pity City. You didn't like when they did it to Sherry? <laughs> Pity City, yeah. <laughs> they used to have, like, the stained armpits and stuff. Oh. Uh, Pity City. Yeah. Mm. What do you guys think about uh, Goldberg? Uh, patching things up with Riddle. Good Riddle seems like a likable guy. Man. He's yeah. the type of guy you hate at first, and then once you're around him a little bit, you're like, you know what? I was wrong about you, Matt. <laughs> like you realize that guy. he's. You realize that he's completely harmless. Yeah, he just likes. Mm-hmm. He just hates <laughs> him sometimes. That's it. Yeah, he's not shooting to attack. Uh, <laughs> WWE is going to do the special, the twenty-four. Uh, apparently, it's more like 48, I guess, because they're doing two of them um, on WrestleMania weekend. So that'll be Saturday after SummerSlam and then Sunday after NXT. By the way, that's really weird that SummerSlam isn't like the main event of the weekend. Right? It is crazy. That's bizarre. That's bizarre. And running, we were saying earlier, running not just against the fight, but the, the boxing match, which apparently got moved to the evening anyway, uh, not just against them, but Ring of Honor is doing their uh, two-night pay-per-view Friday and Saturday. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just WWE, right? And you can't work with New Japan because they're working with AEW. Wouldn't you work with, like, 
the smaller promotions like MLW and ROH, wouldn't it be smart to work with them just, just so you can at least scope out talent? You would think. I, I, I would yeah. think, yeah. Because there's not much in ROH I like nowadays, but I love Jonathan Gresham, and he should be on somebody's show somewhere on major TV. And if I'm one of the big companies, I'm trying to bring that guy right away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here's here's a good one. Sorry, I haven't read ahead here. <laughs> so the Mid Hudson Civic Center. Uh, are you guys from? So you, have you ever worked there? The Mid the Mid Hudson. It's in Poughkeepsie, New York. The Mid Hudson Civic Center. I, I, I believe so. I I've worked. Yeah. It's it's an amazing venue. Yeah. It's an amazing yeah. venue. Um. Northeast Wrestling used to run there a lot, I know, but there's other companies. Right. That's where WWE, they used to do most of their taping from yeah, either Poughkeepsie, right? New York, yeah. or um, I guess it was uh, Allentown was the other one yeah. back mm-hmm. in, like, the 80s. And, right. you know, like, a lot of those famous moments that we remember as wrestling fans from the 80s took place in Poughkeepsie mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's where their television shows were. So, anyway, this past weekend, they got a doozy. Up in, uh, by the way, funny story with Poughkeepsie. Um, I was doing this show, and uh, me and a couple of the workers left to try and get something to eat. It was like 6 o'clock in the evening on a Saturday. And we're walking around, and every damn place is closed. Everyone, Everyone's wow. all closed up. They rolled up the sidewalks. This is a Saturday night in Poughkeepsie, New York, 6 o'clock. And I saw somebody leaving a restaurant that was closed, and I said, like, what's up? Is there anywhere to get food? And she's like, oh, no, everywhere closes at 5. Damn, I just thought five? it was the weirdest thing in the world. Jeez, wow. 5 o'clock? It's, like, I'm not, like, in a farm oh, no. somewhere. But, no, like, I've seen that other places. I, I don't know if I told you guys this, this one. Like, I was in... I was in Bismarck, North Dakota. And <laughs> Say no more, fam. No. All right. No. I was in Bismarck, North Dakota, and everything. And like, like I got so desperate, like I'm trying, I'm trying to check out like fast food places and stuff, and they're yeah. all closed. And I, I swear to God, this is the only time I, I, I am not making this up. Hand to our stadium. I am not making this up. Yeah. I got so desperate that I went to the Taco Bell. Okay. And the sign, the sign taped <laughs> to the speaker of the Taco Bell said, and this is exactly how it read: "Sorry, out of food. Come back later." Oh. oh. <laughs> That's like the gas station that's out of gas. Oh, like, I would have brought Taco Bell to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Out of food. I pulled up to a gas station and it was like, sorry, it said the gas is gone, but the service goes on. Uh, that's what the sign said. But of course, their shop was closed. So, what kind of service are they offering? <laughs> you, can, give it up. you can do what it is. You can pee in the parking lot in peace. Yeah. There you go. Wipe your windows down. Get, get my rudders lubed. I don't know what else. What else, what else are they doing? You know. So anyway, anyway. So so the Mid Hudson Civic Center, Poughkeepsie, New York, beautiful venue. Probably seats. I'm gonna guess five to ten thousand. I'm guessing. I, I I might be way overestimating that. 
but like I said, beautiful. So they had a, a unique match this past weekend, a, a casket match. Mm-hmm. You guys will like this. So Enzo, en- Enzo Amore. Jesus. Can you imagine who is the the perfect opponent for Enzo in a casket match? Um, You'll never guess. Hmm. I was going to say Papa Shango, but I think the Godfather has more <laughs> more pride than that. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Not even close. No way. Uh, I have no I have no idea. All right, Stro, any guesses? Casket match against Enzo? <laughs> it's really uh, funny. You'll love it. You're going to pop. Oh, my God. Uh, my, my my guess would have been pop, but, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's not the answer. No, no, it's actually a buddy of yours from the old Memphis days. So Jerry the King Lawler making oh the uh, rare appearance in Poughkeepsie, taking on uh-huh. Enzo in a casket match. Uh-huh. <laughs> The King wins, by the way, um, and course. thank God he won because I couldn't bear thinking of him in a casket. Um, he won. He won with a pair of brass oh, knuckles, punching out Enzo, and then sliding him into the casket. God bless you. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I think we're good. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ray, did you have anything you wanted to uh, to add to this? No plugs. Thrilled that my sidekick is back and can't yeah. talk oh more about whatever it is we talk about next week. Derek, I was just saying I hope to God you start calling in again because uh, it am. just makes the show. I am. Oh, I'm so, so happy to hear that. And, and did you Ray have anything you wanted to mention? Oh, wow. Uh, no, I'm just happy to be back. Um, like I said, Brady, it didn't yeah. take you long to not disappoint with your uh, your jokes and your antics. <laughs> but, uh, I'm happy to be back with this to everybody. We we miss you as well. Uh, all right, Stro, what do you got going on, man? Thursday night, WCW Retro, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, the topic of discussion will be wrestling bloopers of the year. So if you guys cool wrestling bloopers you want to share, call in, please. And then um, Friday night, night uh, excuse me, 12 midnight Friday night uh, at the Stroh Zone at Facebook.com slash Stroh the Maestro. We'll be featuring War of the Satellites. War of the Satellites, yes. Yes, uh, so that's going to do it. Of course, for this week's episode of In the Room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, be sure to check out all the other great content that's available at VOCNation.com. Check us out on your favorite podcast provider. Uh, check us out on YouTube. Just search VOC Nation. Sorry, VOC Wrestling Nation. VOC Nation Wrestling. Sorry about that. Uh, thank you to the best crew I could ever ask for. You guys make it a highlight of the week for me, Stro. Uh, between Kathy, Stro. Derek, it's great to be back, by the way. Uh, Ray, Matt, uh, all you guys are just amazing. Thank you to the callers for checking us out. Rapidly and Florida tonight. Uh, you guys definitely helped to uh, pass the time. Uh, I will be back for ECWA's uh, 54th anniversary show. I believe it's September 18th. I'll double-check the uh, information on that. But Sean Carr returning to the company to challenge Mishra Ulala for the ECWA heavyweight title. 
plus lots more. Tickets and information, ecwawrestling.com. And don't forget that that event streams live on IWCB. I'll be calling the action from there. Uh, Morganville, New Jersey. Uh, that's going to do it for this week. So thank you to everybody. Take care. Be good to each other. And we will talk to you guys real soon. I love you all. Bye-bye.